What's up, guys? I'm going to be going solo today, doing a little different spin on the podcast, but it's going to be a good one. I'm going to give my insight based on my experience as a coach and the experience in the world of sports, talking about a couple of different topics today on the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game Time This is the Game Time Guru podcast, where I interview sports figures from all over the world to help deliver a panoramic view on sports. So whether you're a former athlete, one of the crazies, or simply a casual sports fan, this is the perfect show for you as we peel back the curtains and learn from our guests every single week. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and I'm helping you see sports through a different lens. What's up, everybody? Shane Larson here, the Game Time Guru. Like I said in the introduction, I'm going to be joining you guys solo today for a quick podcast Kind of giving you some insights in, into what's going on in the life of the guru, what's expected moving forward, and how grateful I am for all of you guys. I just wanted to take an opportunity to jump on here solo and actually express my gratitude to you guys in an episode. Um, you guys are absolutely fantastic. Thank you to everyone. Seriously. like It's unbelievable. This is episode 218. Can you believe that? 218. And some of you guys have heard every single one of them. You've been with me from the beginning. Some of you are just now joining us, and it might be your very first time, right? But either way, thank you so much for being part of this journey in one way or another. If you're just a follower on Instagram, I love that. You're a huge part of the puzzle. If you're just a listener on the podcast, but you don't follow me on social media, while well, I would ask that you do, awesome. I'm glad that you're here, though. Like That's awesome. Thank you so much for joining me and, and being part of my journey and my story. So um, I would ask that you follow me on social media, and if you're listening to the podcast, just leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. That's all I ask. So, guys, a lot has been going on in, in my life, right? The podcast has continued to grow. We've gotten some amazing guests on the show. If you guys are you know, just going back the last couple of weeks on the show, for example, last week we had Rebecca Harris. Okay, If you haven't listened to that episode, Rebecca Harris, professional basketball player, not only does she educate us on like the professional basketball space for women's basketball, which... We learned a lot about it through her interview on how playing basketball overseas for women is completely different. It's a completely different dynamic overseas for women than it is for men. Like overseas, a lot of those those countries want women's basketball. They don't care about men's basketball as much. They want women's basketball. Completely different dynamic. So we learned a lot about that. But we also learned about the grind because she went through the junior college level all the way up through to the professional level. And so we got to learn about the grind that the junior college level brings and how it's not just a walkthrough. It's not a cakewalk. You have to grind. She, t- she just dropped so many golden nuggets. Um, if you remember, pardon me, I had to take a swig of uh, water real quick. If you remember, Big T Thurl Bailey, former Utah Jazz guy, I mean, 12 years in the NBA, 16 years as a professional athlete. He's now a broadcaster for the Jazz, has tons of CDs, has a book out. He's a professional speaker. I mean, the guy is just, he's got so much to offer the world, right? Big T joined the show, and what a storyteller he is. He's amazing at answering questions and giving elaborate responses that are visual so that when you're listening to the podcast, like I ask him a question about Jimmy V and playing for North Carolina State, and Big T gives me the full rundown, as if, and it made me feel as if I was there. Go listen to that episode if you haven't done so. I mean, we had Case Hatch from Arizona State. This dude is a fullback who literally lost all of his scholarship offers his junior year when he told the coach for a different college that he was planning to serve a church mission after high school. Dude rips up his scholarship offer, and then every other school that he had decides to pull their offers from him. He went on a whim, and he went on faith, ends up going to Arizona State as a walk-on, ends up with a scholarship, now is a captain of the team, and this year 
if you guys go and listen, some of these mainstream outlets have uh, posted about him breaking a couple of face masks. Okay, so like keep an eye on that. So just in October alone, I mean, we had some incredible, incredible interviews. Okay, so so far in the month, been amazing. The whole year has been incredible. I mean, Walker Hartman, Jalen Galloway, uh, dude, Matt Lodigway was amazing. Sean Oakman, former Baylor uh, defensive end, he had a, a, a crazy good comeback story. If you guys aren't paying attention to him, we have some Ryle Owens, Ryle Owens has the story that you want to listen to. He just got signed over uh, overseas as a professional. And if you think that's just a normal story, no, you got to go listen to his. How that even happened is a miracle in and of itself, but it's a, a testament to his hard work. Unbelievable. Shout out to the guests that have been on the show. You guys all are incredible. So the show continues to grow, but I wanted to share with you guys a couple of things. You know, I've learned so much from my guests. Like it has helped me I always tell people that my mantra, my little my catchphrase is helping deliver a panoramic view on sports so that you can see them through a different lens. Well, every one of my guests and every single interview that I have had truly has helped me see sports through a different lens. When I hear somebody talking about the ins and outs of junior college basketball, I see junior college basketball through a different lens. When I hear two guys who, who played NAIA basketball and they talk about the grind that was there and the, the types of athletes that were there, I no longer look down on NAIA basketball. I see NAIA basketball in a different lens. Like, I see it differently now. And the same goes for, you know, Sean Oakman had a redemption story, right? What the media portrayed and what was actually reality is two totally different things. I think that's kind of common sense now that that happens quite a bit. But hearing his side of the story helped me see that situation through a different lens. So when I see him playing on the field, I'm like, my goodness, I actually have a personal attachment to this guy now. I know what he's been through. So I know that this particular situation that he's in, I know why he's there and what his ultimate goal is. He's not just a football player to me anymore. He's a human being. My show has helped me, the host of the show, see sports through a different lens. So I hope that you guys through the interviews can do the same. I really do. I hope you guys can do the same. I hope that you can listen to these stories, you can learn about these guests, you can learn about the different the different stories they've gone through, and you can be inspired the same way that I'm inspired. I learn different things from them. I typically try to ask them questions that uh, sports fans and athletes alike would benefit from. You know, uh, questions such as, you know, what would you advise? Like, what's the best lesson you've learned through sports? What's one of the? How did you come back through adversity? Uh, when I had some bare knuckle fighters, Chris Sorrow and Josh Burns on the show. I asked them both about coming back through adversity. They're fighters. They've lost. They've gotten knocked out before. They've gotten their heads split open. How do they come back from that after, you know, it's it's humiliating losing a fight in front of people, especially when you're getting knocked out. But how do you come back from that? And listening to how they came back from adversity doesn't just help you in, in, in sports. It helps you in life. I encourage you guys to go back and listen to some of these episodes if you haven't done so already. I have been inspired by these guests. Absolutely incredible. Big shout out to, shout out to every single one of them that has joined the show. Again, we're on episode 218, ladies and gentlemen. Unfreaking believable. Unbelievable. At the time of this recording, I'm going to share with you a little bit of insight of what I've been up to and what this podcast has helped me do and, and has opened some doors, right? I've built some amazing relationships. I'm a big believer in the ROR, right? In business, return on relationships. If you have relationships with people and they're authentic relationships with people, they're not this fake oh, I just want to get you on my show and then what can you do for me kind of thing. Um, if you actually just build an authentic relationship and look at these people as people, doors will open, okay? 
I, I love these people as the athletes, but I like to look at them as people. That's why I love my shows. I get to know them as a person. So it doesn't like, I'm not scared to talk to them as a human being. Um, but the same thing has happened. Like as, as I've gotten to in the media sphere with the game time guru, just gotten out to more people, more people have become aware of it. Um, it's opened up opportunities. One of which was coaching. Some of you guys know that I started coaching back in May, uh, sorry, March of, of 2021 for, at the club level. I, I coached for Idaho Premier Basketball, an, an elite level club here in the Treasure Valley of Idaho, ran by Colin Grove and Jessica Grove. Shout out to them. Love those guys. So I got to start coaching. And what I have learned from that, guys, first off, that was an opportunity from the podcast through the relationships that I built through the podcast, which ultimately stemmed over to you know the the love of basketball. And that ultimately opened an opportunity um, for coaching when there was an opportunity available and, and it, it opened itself. So it, it originally stemmed from my podcast. That's what I'm trying to get here. But back to coaching, right? When I was coaching, uh, when I first started coaching, I realized quickly, like, I don't know how to coach properly. I, I think I'm built to coach. I've always thought I was, everyone told me you should be a coach. You should be a coach. And, and I hope that's because they saw that I could be a leader. I hope that's because they saw the leadership traits that I had, not just because they thought I knew the sport of basketball. But maybe there was a few of them out there that have been like, you should be a coach because you understand the sport. But I have to tell you guys, if I haven't told you already, when we've interviewed coaches like Kobe Carl, um, Carl Wilson, Derek Etzel, and others out here, Ryan Lundgren, Colby Blaine, lots of them that have been on the show at the coaching level. Um, I mean, heck, I've had uh, Cody Pickett, Coach Jeff Sainer, um, goodness, Andy Harrington from Hawaii. I, I can't name them all, but I've had many coaches over the last four and a half, five years join the show to share different stories and perspectives. Coaching is a different skill set than playing hundred percent. It's just like if you go to a corporate world, you know, you're, it's one thing to do the job well as an employee. It's one thing to manage a team of employees. The best employees don't always make the best manager just because somebody can knock out a million tickets or emails or take a million phone calls. Doesn't mean they're going to be able to manage a team on how to do so. Right. That's just the reality. And that's why you can't just hire a million managers. That just doesn't work. Um, there's a skill set required to be a manager. And yes, people can learn that if they're not natural leaders. Um, but even if they are natural leaders, they need to learn. When I got into coaching, it was a, it was a, a uh, an unbelievable experience. And I hope to continue this journey as a coach because it's one, I found that that is one of my biggest passions in life is, is working as a coach, especially with the youth who I was coaching the 16, 17 year old age, age range um, for the club. These young men, I'm going to tell you something right now. I love them to death. Every single one of them. Every single one of them, I love them. And the reason is they all come from different backgrounds. Our, our club was coming from all across the valley, different cities here, here around the, the Boise area in Idaho. Everyone was coming from different backgrounds. And you might have different you know, you know, situations at home, um, different situations at school based on the type of school you're going to, the demographic there. Uh, some people b deal with bullying. Some people, um, just deal with, you know, trying to fit in, uh, just, you know, popularity contests, so forth. Everything you go through these extracurricular, you know, stresses of life that these teens have to go through. I saw that. I saw the pressures that they had to go through, but I saw also when they brought themselves together as a unit, how inspiring that was on the basketball court. You can leave all that crap outside. When you come into the court and come onto the court, you guys work together as a unit. And yes, while we had some hiccups and we're still trying to, you know, we were still trying to get through some of those things. We had peaks and valleys, just like every single team ever has. 
What was awesome was to watch their growth, not only as basketball players, but as young men. And as a coach, that was phenomenal. I gained a whole new perspective on sports just through coaching. I see it through a different lens, 110%. I see sports through a different lens. Um, it's un- it's unreal, actually, because it's one thing for me. I can see a play developing, and I can see if somebody doesn't do the right, you know, they don't run the set properly, and they, they set a down pick when they should be staying up and waiting for a screen on the backside. They might get a play mixed up, or they might be a half second too late, so the defense already recovers. All these little things that I see. But as a coach, you don't get to go out there and run it. <laughs> you have to find a way to articulate that and help you know, write that ship when practice comes next week and find different ways to make sure that they don't make that same mistake again. But ultimately, you're not in control. You just have to find ways to articulate it right so that they understand how to, how to do that. And also, every single player responds differently to different styles of coaching. So you have to find a way. Yes, you have your style of coaching. You got some coaches that are dicks. You got some coaches that are very, very respectful, almost like pushovers. And you got some people in the middle. I consider myself a little bit in the middle, but you know, some might say otherwise one way or the other. But you do have to be able to adjust. You know, you got the coaching style. The players should respect that. But you do have to adjust at times when you're giving feedback to certain kids. Everyone responds differently. You don't want to do something. You can't articulate the same way to every kid. Some guy might shut down, and that could be detrimental, not only just to your team, but to him as a human being, he or she, I should say. But in my case, it was a... It was a, um, yeah, he or she, mine, I was, I was coaching the, the, the boys. So that's the thing. Coaching was absolutely fantastic. Helped me see sports through a different lens. And I hope to continue on with my coaching career. I, I feel like I, I grew immensely in a three and a half month window just from that, right? It was actually four months of, of total coaching, um, from the spring and summer. But just from that window, I could tell how much I had grown. I can't even imagine, you know, doing it more and more and just seeing how we could progress more and more. And to see the kids' progression was just phenomenal. But you do see sports completely through a different lens uh, when you are coaching. Now, another little thing that's come up from the podcast that has been an incredible venture is my media ventures, right? Return on relationships. Let's go back to this. Return on relationships. Through my podcast, I actually uh, was introduced to AJ Niebergall and Ty Spangenberg. These are two amazing content creators here in the Treasure Valley of Idaho. AJ joined my show last year talking about how he covers high school basketball through social media. It's a different it's a different realm. And Ty also covers sports throughout the entire valley here in Idaho on Boise Sports Talks Instagram page and I have always been drawn to that page because that is the way that people are trying to get their sports news now. Nobody goes to websites, no one's reading that. Okay, they go to either Twitter or Instagram. It's period. That's what it is. That's what, that's where it's at. Okay, the younger generations and the majority of people coming up now. That's how they get their information. And I found it completely crazy that nobody was actually doing that. Um, they weren't using their social media feeds to the caliber I felt that they could. I met these guys. We we teamed up, and the coolest part about it was we have created a company. And we partnered in on this, and it's called the Idaho Underground Sports Network. All three of our business entities are media outlets, the Game Time Guru, EBC Media, and Boise Sports Talk. We've been able to leverage our skill sets, our relationships, our network that we have out there. And we're now covering high school athletics here in Idaho, starting with the 5A conference, the classification, sorry, uh, SIC football. It's a three-man show. 
it's out of our own pocket. Currently, we don't have any sponsors. We're building this, but it's built so fast in eight weeks at the time of this recording. Eight weeks have gone by, and this thing has completely blown up in a good way. Amazing. And, and it's because we, we joined forces. We met each other. We knew what we could do. Um, we're still running this business. We've got merchandise that we're giving out. We've got all these um, unique creative ideas. And it's because I'm teaming up with these creative, unique individuals who had their own platforms to start something. And just by working with them and seeing how they go about their business with providing sports coverage, because we all have our skill sets, right? I'm a podcaster, um, Ty's the social media expert, AJ has the creative side for merchandise, all this stuff has helped me see sports through a different lens. As I see how we all kind of do different things, I'm like, man, I see it so much differently. The way that Ty is putting together this this image and this, con, uh, sorry, this, uh, this graphic, man, that's awesome. And the way I see him wanting to, to work certain things, the way that we're posting certain things, I see it through a different lens. And then, then when we're covering sports and the way that AJ interviews these, these young men who are playing football right now and, and, and giving them the love that they deserve and they, they have earned uh, that nobody is giving them, have you? Because we've noticed that there was a gap in sports coverage in Idaho. We noticed that we had resources to fix that. We did it, and we're showing them the love they deserve and have earned. It's shown me sports through a different lens. The way the, the way I watch these football games now, because of the relationships that I have and the understanding I have of these athletes, because AJ's been able to, you know, interview these guys and, and talk to them and show them love and they 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 kind of express their appreciation for us. The way I've seen them play, it, it's different. I see them differently now. It's not just a football player out there. I see them as human beings and Again, just being part of this and covering football from our perspective on an Instagram level. We're on Instagram and Twitter, and we were on YouTube. Just doing that has helped me see, see sports through a different lens. And that's been a business venture that stemmed from the Game Time Guru. The last thing I'll tell you guys right now is over the last couple of years, you know, I've, I've built relationships as a podcast host. I was hired on by a podcast network uh, uh, two years ago. And that podcast network was Unscripted Ohio. They hired me on to cover a college football show once a week. It was a super cool opportunity for me. I loved it. Loved doing that. Built some relationships over there. Last year, there was this time where we weren't sure it was COVID. Uh, the CEO of that uh, podcast network was you know, asked to do some different business ventures as a data analyst, which was awesome. Great for his career. And uh, we decided with a couple of the other podcast hosts that we were going to partner in and create our own um network over there for Ohio State football. I'm a huge Ohio State fan. You guys know that I'm a Buckeye to the max. And so we started Scarlet and Great on YouTube. So Ohio State football with Scarlet and Great on YouTube is our channel. We've grown that to over 3,000 followers, um, which you know is amazing because it's us doing what we love, covering Ohio State football and being able to provide content. So now I get to connect with all these Ohio State fans all the way from Boise. You know, my nickname's the Boise Buckeye. Um, across the Ohio State sphere with the fan base. And it's kind of fun. Like, all this stuff has happened because of the podcast, because of the Game Time Guru and the things that have happened and stemmed from that. And so, again, return on relationships. And I would stress this again. Now that I've covered Ohio State football from a deep, deep level now, like I'm talking, we're getting stats. I'm an FWAA member, a Blitnikoff Award voter. All of that came from the podcast. These little things, I'm seeing the college football scene from a different perspective. I know the fans a little bit deeper, as if I lived in Columbus. All of that has helped me see sports through a different lens. And it all stemmed from starting the Game Time Guru podcast. 
So with that being said, guys, I'm not here to like sit here and boast and brag. What my, my whole point of this is to share with you what we're doing, right? What I'm up to right now, the thing, the different business ventures that we're doing and how they all stemmed from me starting a podcast back in 2017. So if you are one of those people that are out there wondering, hey, should I start a podcast? Everyone's got a podcast. Everyone's got a podcast. I don't think I could be unique enough. I don't know if I have enough content. I don't know. Come talk to me. If, if I'm not an example to you on what could potentially happen, the, the things that aren't specifically to your podcast but, but stem because of it, then go come talk to me and I'll share other experiences from other people, okay? Like, let me know. I would love to chat with you guys. I encourage anybody out there, whether you're a young, um, a young individual or even if you're into your 70s, 80s, and you happen to be listening to this, and you have a, a passion and a drive and a want to start a podcast or do a blog or do anything to start your own little platform, do it. If it's an Instagram page, a YouTube channel, whatever it may be, do it. I encourage you to do it. Go out there. Um, I made an Instagram post this week about a phrase that my uncle said. And he said, free throws are the easiest shot in the world. It's something I've always kept in my mind. Why? Because a free throw is truly an uncontested shot. It's it's the that's a shooter's dream. It's a basketball player's dream. You want an uncontested shot. That's what we do when we're playing in the driveway. We want uncontested shots. A free throw is exactly that. It's an uncontested shot. It's the easiest shot in the world. It's easier than the layup. It's an uncontested shot. But why do we o- overcomplicate it so much? Why do some players struggle so bad to shoot a free throw even though the free throw line is the only line in basketball that never changes throughout the levels of basketball that you play? The distance is the same. Why do we overcomplicate it? Why do people struggle so bad with it? It's the same concept in life, right? You guys, you know that we're all out there together. There's th- certain things that we're scared to do. We're scared to let it fly. We're scared to go through, like we've, we practice, we practice, but are we practicing with a purpose to, are we preparing with a purpose so that when that time comes where we're needed, uh, a tough time comes where we actually have to take a risk, are we going to be able to utilize muscle memory or what? My encouragement is this, make life like a free throw, Right. Go through the motions, boom, boom, boom. It's muscle memory. If you practice that over and over and over again, it's literally the easiest shot in the entire world. Life should be that way. Prepare for that. If you have a mission and a vision, make it like a free throw. Let it fly. Let it let it go in. If you if you know what you're doing and if you have a skill set and you have a knowledge, you might not be perfect, but let it fly and see what happens. Don't be scared to let it fly. You'd be amazed at the opportunities that can happen. And I hope that this episode has shared that with you, has shown you how even my own show, just interviewing these people and the return on relationships and everything that's come from it, it's helped me see a, uh, see sports through a different lens. And it's helped me grow as not only like a sports media personality, but as a coach and as a human being. Let it fly, guys. If you guys got uh, got dreams and passions, go for them. My name is Shane Larson, everyone. I appreciate you tuning in. This is the Game Time Guru. We'll be coming to you next week with another interview. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars, and leave me a review, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.